Hello, sustainability partners. This is Lydia Vanderbroek here to share with you best practices around sustainability in hospitality and tourism. And by sustainability, I mean more than mere ecological sustainability, which has thankfully moved into the center of our collective attention over the last few years. If you want to run a truly sustainable operation, you need to also assure economic sustainability, primarily through excellent guest service and human as well as social sustainability by training and empowering your staff and including the communities that you interact with. How? Well, this is where I come in and I talk to real people in real businesses to hear about real solutions to real challenges And I'm happy to share these learnings with you. So if you want to become more sustainable, I invite you to listen in to our conversations and pick out some of these gold nuggets that you can hopefully use in your own operations. And as a side note, every one of my guests has offered to make themselves available for a more in-depth conversation. So by all means, do reach out, connect, and together we can make hospitality and tourism more sustainable. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of our program. And today I'm inviting you in on a conversation I'm having with lovely Katharina Krebs of, hold for it, Gulsmeden Hotels. It's become almost a, a running joke between her and me because much as I tried, I could not pronounce it the Danish way. She will tell you exactly how to pronounce it in Danish, that and much more. Uh, not only is she a delightful conversation partner, very knowledgeable about what she's doing, it's also the hotel group just seems absolutely delightful. If you go on their website, they explain in great detail and with a great spirit of abundance, they share what they're doing to not only be, but to evolve more and more as a uh, a strong, sustainable hotel group. They do a lot of interesting things. They use a lot of great products. And in this conversation, you'll hear about NASA-inspired showers and camel hair pillows and so much more. So lean back and enjoy this conversation. And I'll see you on the other side. And here's the official, it's still good morning, good afternoon to Katharina Krebs. Katharina <laughs> is responsible for marketing and specifically for social media of, hold on, I've practiced it, and Hotels. No, it didn't come out right. And I put it in the show notes because it's Danish. And although I'm German speaking, it's still difficult for me to pronounce. Katharina is going to pronounce it properly. Uh, from now on going forward, but um, I think I'll stick to the, to my ears at least, easier, understandable version of the hotels. It is a hotel group that just really piques my interest. If you go on their website, it it's just interesting. It's snappy, it's fresh, it's modern, it's and it's specifically very, very sustainable from everything I understand. And this is how I got to you. 
through Patricia Plesner, of course, who's been on this podcast a few weeks or months ago with ecohotels.com. And she highly recommended I dig into your hotel operation to understand all of the things that you are doing that make you a sustainable operation and for you to share your secrets with us. So hello, Katharina. And please pronounce not just your name, but also in that lovely Danish way of yours, the name of your company, please. <laughs> hello. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, my name is in Danish. We say Katharina. Well, kind of like the same. And uh, for uh, the hotel, it's called Kulsmil. And it, it's a hard Danish word. It is. It, it, it is what it is. It's Kulsmil, it's Kulsmiden, it's Kultesmiden, you know, it's everything. <laughs> all right. And I'll have it spelled out so we all know what we're talking about. And you, dear listener, can look it up, of course. And you should, because, as I said, it looks very fresh, very interesting, very intriguing from the first Look, and I'm assuming you have something to do with you with it, since you are uh, working uh, in the marketing area with that special focus on social media. So, Katarina, where should we start? How about how about just the, the overall? Give us an overall idea of your hotel group, because it's more than just one hotel. You have a string of hotels. So maybe a little bit about who you are as, an, as a company and how you came to be, please. Yes, of course. Well, Kulsmann uh, Hotel is actually family-owned, and it still is today from the beginning. They started in 1999 in a little city in Denmark called Aarhus, where Sandra and Mark, which is husband and wife, opened up a, a fir their first cute little boutique hotel. And uh, Mark, the husband, is an architect and has always been working with like sustainable practices about like how to make a new space of something that's already existing. And Sandra, the wife, she's the best hostess in the world. She loves to have guests over. She loves to welcome people into her home. And she has a very big and warm heart. And from that on, the first uh, ecological, ecological bakery had just opened like at the other side of the street called Emory. So they started making a little work plan together where they would provide bread for the morning and they would sell their products in the hotel. And from that on, the sustainable thought started going. And Mark, he started to invent more and more sustainable practices in like the whole construction of the building. And they had that hotel for a couple of years and decided that Copenhagen was a better market for a sustainable hotel chain. Then they moved to Copenhagen, started with the first one called uh, 66 Carlton. And the sustainable practices back in the early 2000s was a lot more simple than what we have today and what we know today. It was more about reusing the plastic bottles and making sure that there was no food waste and trying to like reduce the wash of the linen and simple stuff that basically everyone can do. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, they, they got a few more people in who knew a bit more about sustainable practices and a bit more about the hotel industry and how that works. And I think the, their mission from that on was how to make like the whole travel industry more sustainable because it's difficult for the tourists to reduce their CO2 emission because they have to jump on a plane. They could do a train. Not a lot of people do that anymore because plane tickets are so cheap which is also really a struggle. So the only way to reduce your CO2 emission when you travel is to live at a sustainable hotel. 
because you can't really do anything else. And that was the product they wanted to provide. And then I think the whole idea came from like this idea of creating Danish hygge in the hotel experience mixed with a bit of luxury, mixed with sustainability. And then this beautiful creation of Guzman Hotel came to be. And now we have uh, five hotels in Copenhagen and one in Oslo, Berlin, south of France and on Iceland. All right. And they just, what, what's the strategy? Uh, they just open hotels wherever they like to go on vacation? <laughs> Basically, I think that's the idea. They're like, then we have a place to stay. No, I think it's because there is, you know, like the consumers wanted those spots. And um, well, we've started a bit more like in the Nordic countries with Oslo and Iceland and Denmark, of course. And the the villa they have in the, the south of France is, yeah, it's actually not a hotel. It's like a renting villa they have. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. So they have an eye for like what is beautiful, what is like in the values of Kurzmiln. And they, of course, you need investors and you need uh, like, corporate partners to to be able to open up new hotels all the mm -hmm. time and that's that's the strategy right now is trying to figure out how we like keep expanding and keep like normalizing sustainable hotel living so we actually make a difference and mm -hmm. not just stay in our little Copenhagen bubble yeah I like normalizing it this is exactly yeah. and I We had a little pre-conversation earlier. This is exactly what I'm getting at, right? We need to normalize it. It can't be a USP anymore. And when I talked to Patricia, uh, it was around the topic of, you know, at one point, there's not going to be a need for, you know, making this uh, special or maybe even booking through a, a specifically eco-minded booking site because it's just going to be the new normal, right? And this is exactly. really where we should get at. Yeah, right? exactly. And that That's also why we joined Eco Hotels because we were on Booking.com before, but they, you know, they take 30% of the of the price, which is hard for like hotel companies to keep running, especially in Corona. Mm -hmm. And you're mixed in with all of these hotel chains that's just like so corporate and not sustainable at all. So when Eco Hotels, you're like perfect. Like that's that's also a way to like make the process easier for the consumer to be mm -hmm. like, okay, if I, I know that if I go to this website of this right. platform i am making the right choice right and you don't have to go looking for for the special sustainability trees or leaves or or yeah, whatever makes it everything like that so it's it's nice to have like a second part who does the hard job for you, you yeah know? yeah, like, yeah. i can see how this works well together yeah. so as you know i really want to understand what hotels are doing to become sustainable or to be sustainable and what the best practices are around sustainability because things evolve. There's little niche uh, companies, you know, sprouting up, thankfully, all over, you know, catering specifically to that market. And I personally find it very hard to stay on track of things, which is the main reason why we're having this conversation. So I can pick your brain. And if I understand correctly, it's particularly in Sandra's interest as well. And it's, 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 it's part of her mission to spread the word as well, to become sustainable, not just as a singular uh, uh, USP, but to participate in a mission of making everybody more sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Well, so sharing I, that is great, yeah. yeah. Like the core mission about having a sustainable company is making sure that everyone has the right values, you know? If you don't, we, we did a research not so long ago about the people working at Guzman. 
to make to understand if they bring the same sustainable values back home as they have when they're at work and everyone does so if okay. you i think maybe you don't have to or need to have the sustainable values when you start working here but you're definitely influenced by some way because you you need to think sustainable for it to work so if we start at like the bottom or like the basic needs it's it's very important for us that the housekeeping knows how the sustainable values work and how to do that because we have like a set of work tasks for them to do during the day of how they do their job in a sustainable way but if you don't believe in it then we don't know if if you actually throw out the plastic or not like we're not going to check but we have some we have a routine which is like the core of the hotel business where we uh, in the room you get like a little flyer where you have to put that on the bed if you want to wash your sheets because it is just normalized that you wash them every day and make sure everything is clean and blah 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 and you you don't have to spend all that water on washing uh, bed sheets so they the hotel guests have to like actively make the decision that I want to get this washed today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's one of the small things then we also have a no plastic policy so the shampoo and the conditioner and everything like in the bathroom is refill bowls from a company called I Love Eco Essentials. Yes, I've made a note of that. Tell yes. me about that company. Yes, that's one of our favorite companies. They're like a zero microplast, uh, sustainable skincare, hair care company that we work with really closely. And they, you know, make sunscreen that's good for the water, doesn't kill the fish, doesn't kill the plants. And we have a very close relationship to them. And that's what we have in the rooms. And then besides that, we make sure that actually our housekeeping is uh, making sure that nothing is getting thrown out in the trash that can't be reused. So we don't ask them to go in the bin if it's filled with gross stuff. But if they see a plastic bottle or they see a plastic bag, Mm -hmm. they take it out and sort the trash for the hotel guest. Okay. Um, Small stuff, again, with bags. We usually, because when you're a tourist, you go to Copenhagen, you shop, you throw out the plastic bags, the shopping bags you get. But we collect them from the guests and we have them in the reception. So if anyone is like, do you have a plastic bag? We give our guests the bags they already purchased earlier and they stay. So like we make sure that we reuse every product there Mm -hmm. is. And it's so much about the mentality of how you're doing it. Because Mm -hmm. some guests will be like, oh, that's gross. Why? Why have you been in my room? Why do you have this bag? Mm-hmm. But if you're like, here, we help you out and we help the environment out, you can mm-hmm. just reuse this. Then as one of our biggest mission is that we also learn the guests how to think like that when they go home again. Mm-hmm. The guests might be thinking like, oh, shit, I can reuse this bag. Sorry. Right. It's okay. <laughs> I think it's all adults listening. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm thinking, Katharina, do you actually, and because I know exactly what you're talking about, right? Yeah. You go to a shop and everything is somehow wrapped in plastic. And then you have this whole mount of plastic wrappings. And I'm even not even talking about the plastic bags you get in the stores, but, you know, you buy something and it's wrapped up in some sort yeah. of plastic. So do you have an opportunity to recycle it? At, yeah, can, you, yeah. can you separate the trash? Is that what I hear you yeah. saying? Yeah, the housekeeper separates the trash and makes sure that everything that can be recycled okay. Yeah, and that's one of the housekeeper's jobs. Okay. Then, uh, well, we have different technologies that help us becoming this sustainable and like have the certifications as we have. Sort of um, the orbital showers that we have in the uh, Guzmán yeah. and Borken. Tell yeah. me about those. I read those on your website yeah. as well. So I, I didn't are. see a picture. So 
I'm having a, <laughs> the, the picture isn't quite working out in my head. So tell me what I, what should I expect if I, if I'm going to come to your hotel? Well, they, these showers were made with, uh, made by NASA for the Mars mission. So they're actually made to have, uh, going up in space and you don't have a lot of water, so you have to reuse it. Okay. And then this technology was, uh, but by like a Swedish tech dude, and he made these showers called orbital shower systems. And we started out by trying them in like 20 of our rooms in the Axel Guzman. And it's it's a technology that's super and say super spacey. You get you get in the booth, the shower booth, and you have just a screen. That's all you get. And you okay. press on the screen, and then 2.7 liters of water goes into like this this system, gets heated up to 38 degrees. And then it, uh, like by default, just keeps running, just keeps running. And then it has a cleansing system in the bottom that makes sure that like, okay, you wash your hair with shampoo, then it takes that water, that specific water out. Okay. And then it would restore it with new water, but all, all the clean water just can be used throughout the whole shower. So it saves up to 60 to 90% of the water. Incredible. And it has this amazing effect where like the longer you're in the shower, the more you save. So when you're done with your shower, it says on the screen, you just saved 9.7 liters of water. Or you just mm. 30 liters of water. So you can be in the shower for 30 minutes an hour, however long you want to be in there. And you will still only use 2.7 liters of water. Wow. And that's heated, heated water, nice temperature. Perfect temperature. 38 degrees, just how you want it. And it's so simple. Very beautiful. And your long hair is clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It gets clean. It's so amazing. And and we, we found out when we installed them, tried them out at Axel Gulsmolten that that was like a no doubt for us. We needed to have them on like wow. on all of new hotels because we do this where we don't throw out anything that still works. That's right. a very big uh, like aspect of how to do sustainability. Right. If we have a shower that actually generates a lot of water, we will still use it until it doesn't work because there's... Right nothing sustainable about like putting new stuff in. throwing it out and exactly yeah, yeah. but we opened Borgenkulsmål which is our newest hotel about two or three years ago and we have over 200 rooms here with like only orbital showers wow yeah so we're very proud of those and yeah they're amazing that's a fun gadget for people when you're interested in sustainability oh i just want to come to copenhagen just to try out the shower <laughs> do a lot of people do that <laughs> yes of course i'll get you a room here they're amazing like they're now, that that also sounds expensive though so you say you're saving a lot of money but, but it's also it all sounds like a huge investment how is it paying off well, it is a big investment, or it was, but we actually figured out that after two years, the in investment is is paid through, and like everything from now on, we only save money. Now it's been three years, so one year ago, it was all worth it because we know a water bill is, you know, so much more, like significantly. It's only thirty percent of what it used to be. Wow, because it generates it now. So of course, when when we made the decision to get it installed in two hundred and fourteen rooms. Very big investment, but after only two years, that's not a long time. And we we don't know how long they're gonna be working for, but we're expecting like 10, 20, 30 years. So it's it's really not an investment, it's a money saver okay. and water saver, earth saver, everything. Really surprised that people don't know about these shower shit because yeah. they're so amazing. 
and we haven't seen them anywhere yet. You should have them in your home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and you can. Like, you can just go on the website and actually get it installed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not, it's not common knowledge, I don't think. No. Not yet. No, but it really should be because water is just like one of the most valuable things we have. And, oh, and especially when you're in a hotel, you want to relax and you take a long shower. Right. Yeah, because you don't think about the water bill, like how much water you use. So yeah. especially in the hotel industry, it's yeah. very important to be aware of how you can save, save water. Yeah, and that's the that's a big that's a big challenge, right? I mean, to be sustainable and to offer a luxury experience exactly. without the feeling of scarcity, right? Of I'm, yeah. no, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Exactly. So that is really the the the, the new paradigm, right? To yeah. make sustainability exactly. fun and luxurious. Yeah, especially when you want to make it a luxurious experience with right. sustainability and not being crazy. Expensive. You right. really have to be aware of like what new technologies can we have and how can we expand on this and this. And like here at Boykin Bluesmill, we have an outdoor heated pool. Uh-huh. So we invested in installing solar panels. All right. Heat All it right. Up instead right. of just so cold here. <laughs> we <need to> <laughs> <pool>. <laughs> uh, otherwise, we'd just be like frozen lake. Um, but we do need to make those investments and be clever about like, okay, yeah. maybe this is going to cost us more than. It should right now, but we know the future is going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Also, just like creating value about our company yeah. and yeah. for ourselves. Uh, tell me about your bed spreads. I looked. I made. I made a note of those. Yes. Well, we have collaboration, like a textile collaboration with Biohunt Textiles, is it called? Um, which is EOTS certified and fair trade and made with organic cottons. Okay. Um, and. Yes, we just we make sure that the guests, as I talked about before, like they they make the choice of like wanting to get it clean. But yeah, we we really try to like all the materials we have and the bed sheets that we have. That like we make important choices of like which companies to cooperate with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for like our pillows and a lot of the other fabric we have, we have partnered up with uh, Sandra and Mark, the owners. They have a good friend in Bali which collects like fabrics from different stuff and, and make new furniture with that. Okay. Yeah. That's also kind of how we like try to, to get the interior design to be like as natural as possible, but get like this tropical vibe. So if, yeah, if you have friends around the world and especially this guy they have in Bali, uh, who again has the same sustainable values, Uh it's easier to get like this sustainable flow going. Right. And that's kind of how like Sandra and Mark just nailed yeah. it. Yeah. And one thing brings forth the other in some way, right? Yeah, exactly. And then you're involved and then you get ideas and then people talk to you maybe, right? Yeah, exactly. And you you just develop like new ideas, new concepts and like actually bring it to life. Yeah. And isn't didn't I read something about the the material of like the material of the pillows or the bedspreads? Oh, yes, yes, the insides. Well, we have uh, we use Polena, which is a company that because we want to do as much as we can for like fair trade and animal welfare as well. Yeah. So what usually is in the the pillows and the duvets that you sleep with is you know feathers from chickens and stuff like that, which is not fair to the animals at all. 
Mm-hmm. And they're abused in that way. And we found Polana, which is a company that used uh, brushed camel wool. Okay. Uh, uh, and stuffed that in the pillows, really? which is amazing. Yes, because no animals are harmed uh, when you go to sleep. And it's super soft and it's amazing. And you some cat hair? I have long-haired cats that I thought we should, we should use them as pillows. Not the cats, but the hair. <laughs> exactly. Send it over, please. Yeah, hair. But it's a funny thing because I wasn't aware of it until I learned about Polana. I didn't think about that I was sleeping on an animal's feathers that was harmed for me to have a good night's mm-hmm. sleep. So it's, it's a, a fun little gadget, but it's very important. And it's also one of those things that's like why doesn't everybody know about this company because no animals are harmed and it's a very nice feeling go to sleep in in that bed setting and um, well yeah i don't even know it's just i think i don't know where the camels are but they brush them as they do with an animal save the the hairs Mm -hmm. and put them into duvets and pillows Mm -hmm. wow yeah definitely look that up as well this is exactly why I'm doing this podcast for is to hear about all these great yeah ideas and, mm-hmm. and organizations that actually do this, right? That you yeah. just don't come across if you don't really look for them. Right? Exactly. So it's what, just, what other cool things are you doing? What other cool things are we doing? Well, right now we we have had a circular menu and we do have a circular menu, but we're really trying to like get our food ways to be zero. Which okay, what's the circular menu? Circular menu, that is because when you're a hotel chain, you have this amazing breakfast buffet, but that also means that you will waste food because there's it's not personalized to like every single customer. Okay. Um, so what we're trying to figure out now is how do we get the breakfast item into the lunch menu, into the dinner menu. Okay. So we make sure that there's no food waste. So okay. what we are doing is, for example, we have croissants at the breakfast. And we then have like developed a dessert at the dinner menu where there is dried out croissants in it. Which is what you would do at home, right? You look and say, I've got some old bread here. Mm -hmm. I've got to use it up, right? Exactly. Exactly. If you somehow throw it away either, right? Yeah, exactly. And sometimes people, you know, you just get like too caught up in your own mind being like, well, okay, nobody's going to eat it. I'll throw it up. But if you had the same thoughts back home, you would be like, of course I'm going to save it. Right. So it's about like keeping yourself grounded and be like, well, I wouldn't throw this out back home. Mm-hmm. What would I do it then? Yeah. So that, that is really what we're trying to work on right now is figuring out like, because we are gold certified. We have this uh, certification here in Denmark uh, for full in which you get like a bronze, silver, or gold middle depending on how ideological your food is mm-hmm. we have like up, i think we're 96 percent right now so you would get the gold one and then because the last four percent is you know when you buy a bio food it's not always the most sustainable choice so mm-hmm. with some food choices we had to go like non-bio because if it was a bio uh, cucumber flown in from spain Right. And it would be way better for the environment to buy the Danish one that's right. not bio. So that's the last 4%. Okay. Um, otherwise, we aim to be 100. But no, we're trying to, to reduce our food waste to 0%. And let me just double click on this here because I can see some chefs going, 
what else do I have to do now? I, not yeah. only come up with a great menu, but see to it that it's actually circular. And then who is doing all the checking and sourcing? Or is it your you're purchasing them? Do you, are you, do you, do you purchase it uh, centrally or who's thinking uh, all this through? Well, we have uh, our supplier is called Austin, which is also like a food supplier which is also a Danish company organization who is insanely clever on sustainability. And they know everything about like what kind of certifications food needs to have and where they, they have a no flying policy. So all their products are either like by boat or driven wherever, but no fly policy. And we have a very close um, uh, connection and work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. relationship with them. So we trust them so much. And, but we do have our, uh, our communication manager, Kirsten, is also kind of like the responsible for sustainability for Guzmón. So we have different certifications that she is responsible for, like the checkups and making sure that we live up to everything. But that's, again, like what we started this podcast about is about having the values. So a restaurant chef, mm -hmm. which is responsible for all of our restaurants, she's also in incredibly clever about sustainability and has very sustainable values. So for her, it's, it's the opposite. It's not a challenge for her to think like, okay, so it's in the core values. And then we, we do our best to, to make sure that what we work with and what we buy has the certifications that we trust. Because there's also a lot of certifications out there that you can just buy for money and mm -hmm. it's greenwashing. So mm -hmm. It's about like constantly following the development of what's sustainable and what is not and what's fake news and what is real news. And like, I don't know, I think sustainability is also a lot about trusting people. In which ways? Well, especially when it comes to the certifications, you know, mm -hmm. it's very easy for people to sell a product where they say that this is grown sustainable. I haven't used anything like this. Or mm -hmm. it's these amazing women who made it in Africa and it's not mm -hmm. the kids in China. Like mm -hmm. you it's so easy for people to hide what you're actually doing. Mm -hmm. So if you have a good gut feeling about these people you're working with, mm -hmm. that's great. But and if you don't have the time to do the checkups yourself, you need to trust the certification that they are mm -hmm. claiming to have. Mm -hmm. Because it is such a like marketing factor right now that right. one will say it and right. follow up to it so you you have to pick who you who you choose to trust mm -hmm. in this in this niche of like work because mm -hmm. otherwise you'll get fooled and maybe right. do the opposite of what your intentions is mm -hmm. so what i hear you say is you start and I, I like this a lot because when i talk about sustainability i also mentioned the human factor in sustainability and taking care of your people mm -hmm. um, and the communities and the partnerships. Uh, mm -hmm. And what I hear you say is number one, the strong focus on, on, on hiring the right people with the right values that do that follow the standards that you develop, not out of a need to do, and this is gross to pick up this, but mm -hmm. out of a drive to want to do it. And yeah, I think this is very, very interesting. And then also, I hear you say you, that you work a lot with with partners, right? With partners, yeah, yeah. trust and partners that have the same mindset as you do, exactly. which might be a little more easy in Denmark as it might yeah. be in some other countries. Of course, well, we are very lucky to like have this cooperation in Denmark because everyone, everyone knows what sustainability is. They want to do it, and 
a lot of people have the tools to actually do it. And that's what's amazing for us to like be able to develop the concept here. And of course, it's going to be way harder for us if we want to open a Guzman Hotels in Spain, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know what kind of suppliers we can trust. Mm-hmm. And we need to figure everything out like right. that as well. Because it is, you know, it is difficult, especially when it's also like a family-owned business because mm-hmm. we have such a close relationship to one another because a lot of the people who are hired into this corporation is also a friend of Sandra's or her cousin or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and I think that what brings like the strong call values of the company. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we try to do as much as we can. And we also try to like focus on the social aspects of sustainability as well and not just mm-hmm. the environmental aspects. We, we have... Uh, uh, like a what is it also called like a corporation with something called gay, gaytravel.com okay. to because we want to be as open mindset and uh, create a safe space for everyone to come to and we know that's a struggle for some of the people in the lgbt plus community hard to say um so we we started working with them a year ago i think right now and have a few hotels on their website and then we donate some money from like every purchase they get Mm-hmm. because when you travel as a gay couple you might not feel comfortable living in a specific hotel so we're really trying to yeah make everyone feel comfortable going to our hotels and then we also have a charity called uh, get to sport here in denmark yeah so we actually because we it's a big thing for companies to do these like holiday giveaways in december you know okay. yeah um where they give out products and that's also something we talk about a lot here in Kuzmilin is that you don't don't give out things that people don't need or they think they need. So we really try to like create a subject around Christmas and holidays and birthdays about giving back instead of taking in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do an auction in December where people can buy a, a stay at the hotels and then all of the money goes to this charity. Okay. Which I think is kind of amazing because we make sure that like, yeah, you, of course you, you get a stay, you buy a stay, but you also give a present to somebody else, which is beautiful. So this get to spot is, uh, is surrounding about young people uh, doing in like a bit harder environments here in Denmark and about getting the kids into a sport on interest and get them together because when they're on a field playing football, they are not measured in how much money their parents have or what kind of education they're doing or where they come from. So we love this organization and we really try to like get the kids to be open-minded and learn more about sustainability and get together. Um, so that's like our core charity that we try to work with. So you're, you're helping to raise the next generation of staff. So any other crazy or great or future ideas that you have any tips that you might have or any other parting um, uh, ideas that you have for us well ideas is uh, it's it's hard to say because we are like so so into it i think that what one thing people have to remember when it comes to like food and sustainability is that the bio choice is not always the most sustainable yeah. That's, and, that's interesting, yeah. That's an interesting yeah, yeah, because of, of course that makes food shopping super hard if you can't just go for what you know is the most sustainable way. But you have to look at the label of where the product is from. So if the further away it is, right. don't buy it. 
Right. If you have like a no-fly policy when you go food shopping, you'll actually do a lot. You actually mm-hmm. get a really long way because mm-hmm. what you consume is such a big part of what you, mm-hmm. how you harm the environment. So I right. think people really right. should be aware of that. Right. And also, again, like go places where you trust the certifications mm. and not just people greenwashing. It's really hard to see, but if you just are a bit aware of it, you can see through it. Okay. So I don't know. It's just, it's about when my tip would be, you know, trusting, getting the values in you and choosing who to trust and be aware when you're in the supermarket, because that's the easy steps for like the normal customer yeah. to yeah. do. And what's what's uh, what's in your pipeline at Ghouls Maiden Hotel? Well, well, right now we are working on a new hotel in Denmark, unfortunately still, but in Aarhus um, by the coast. Okay. We are developing a new hotel, which is going to be amazing, really beautiful. And the architecture in that hotel is going to be quite different from what we have right now. And of course, with the showers as well. And um, what are we working on right now? It's actually just getting back on our feet after Corona, you know? Right. I can imagine. So it's, yeah, it was a hard one. So right now we're just like getting everything together because it's it's been good coming back, you know, and, and tourists are coming back and it's great and Copenhagen is thriving right now. So we just, uh, we do our best to like keep up and, you know, always trying to be clever and always trying to learn more about sustainability and develop as much as we can. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, and I'll definitely stay hooked to your website because what you are doing is really very, very interesting and very inspiring. And I can um, happily invite anybody to to look it all up and yeah. get an impression firsthand. Um, I'm definitely going to see um, that I make my way to Copenhagen. I will definitely try out those showers and uh, take a look at all the all the goodies that you have incorporated in your hotel operation. That's fantastic. So thank you. thank you so much for all the great work that you're doing. Thank you so much for taking the time here today. Thank you for having me. It was fun. So what did you think? Wasn't this a great conversation? I hope you took as many notes as I did. And just in case you've missed some, Please go to Gould's Maiden Hotels, and that's spelled George, G as in George, U, L, D as in David, S as in Sam, M as in Mary, E, D, E, N, and then hotels.com. And you not only find a very attractive homepage, but also a lot of information and a lot of the products that Katarina is talking about here is on there. So you can connect to the companies easily. And not only that, but they have their sustainability management plan posted on their website. How cool is that? So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you can uh, work in some of the information that you got from this conversation into your own operation. I thank you very much. Looking forward to seeing you again next time. Stay awesome. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.